Hey everybody, you are listening to the Zero Altitude Outdoor Podcast with your host, Brandon Garrett. For this podcast, we would like to thank Texas Torches, offering quality lighting solutions at affordable prices. Our favorite are their headlamps, the Elite Series and the Predator Series. Super bright LED, fully waterproof, rechargeable. Backed by a limited lifetime warranty. That's Texas Tough. You can reach them at texastorches.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Zero Altitude Outdoors. We're here, man. Day three, Colorado Rifle. Got our fire going, got our pork tenderloin wrapped in bacon, and we are doing it up. So, uh, let's talk about our trip so far. It's been a heck of a trip. <laughs> where, where do we start? Oh, it's been, it's been crazy. Like, before we even made it, we had so much trouble. Breakdowns, blowouts. Broke act, uh, what, no, leaf spring. Leaf spring. Whew, we had so many issues uh, before we even made it. Uh, we actually started in another unit. We spent how many days there? Two? Two days. Two or three? We spent uh, two or three days in another unit. We actually did find some elk. We never seen a like legit bull. We did see some cows. Um, we had plenty of days before season open um on the 30th what we had what four days it's got five four. days something like yeah, almost five days yeah. yep so we did we did some some scouting just the way our vacations and time off you know lined up we had so many days ahead but uh we did some scouting and riding around and we did find some elk and uh so we put that in our pocket and we come to the unit where we planned to hunt and uh man what a shocker we were wore out trying to get over here it was three hours away we made it in town and uh man snow was so deep this is a little bit higher country needless to say we got stuck on our first morning trying to get in here and it was horrible. We had we had the four-wheeler in the trailer. We have a, you might see it back there. We have a 10-foot uh, enclosed trailer, four-wheeler. We had to pull it out. My truck was stuck. We had to unhook the trailer. Had to get the bubble rope. Oh, Got to snatch the Yeah, it was a fiasco. <laughs> we stuck like everything we had. So 
we'd able we was able to use the four wheeler to hook to the trailer and back it down to a little part where we could turn around and get out of here because we obviously needed chains so and, and we were going to get chains but yeah we never made it never made it you know, we we pulled over like nine i think all the stores and whatnot we checked on in this area they closed at nine we didn't make it we were too tired slept in the truck yeah we slept in the truck it was, was freezing that, that was rough yeah everything hurt <laughs> but uh we was like well let's get up to the mountain you know as soon as we got up so we we head on it up here just you know that morning and oh man didn't make it we ended up going all the way back to town was about an hour away yep. we bought chains which two sets of chains not cheap and the only place we found them was uh o'reilly's o'reilly for my size my tires you know i didn't want to take no chances you know we bought two sets Whew. so anyway we got back to the mountain like what noonish. Well, i know we got lunch yep got lunch we had got some other stuff other necessities necessities <laughs> like that we got other stuff that we needed or whatever and we come on back but well, we did some scouting here too and man we we didn't realize how deep the snow was and uh well that first yeah that first hike that, that first snow, day first yeah. hike yeah a good a good snowstorm just come through that week and uh which we were anticipating to be a little later, later right yeah yep. yep yeah it already come and kind of it was a shocker so we, of course we had the gear we, we got all the right gear for it and uh just the terrain was it's never like you expected onyx lies google earth lies yeah. sorry yeah. where you think you can make it uh -uh. yeah it's a straight cliff so our original plan was going to go down to the creek and we we're going to hike this one side it was like straight wall cliffs way up there there's no way running water was freezing <laughs> we hiked in what like a foot of snow and <laughs> over our gator yeah it was just retarded so yeah, we didn't see any sign and no way to get up to where we were going to go. So we scratched that off the list. We uh, we went up a pretty well-known hiking trail. And um, there's still, there was nobody in here at the time. Now, we're deep in here. Deep, deep. I don't even know, 40 minutes deep. Something, something like that. And uh, we went up this hiking trail. Five miles? Yeah. Five miles in the snow, full snow. snow, and uh, and nobody, nobody no. cut that trail. Nope, not even a horse. Nope, nothing. We got up there, just we didn't see any game, no sign. So we had some other issues we had to take care of. You know, we was trying to, we're struggling to find service to take care of some stuff. So we had to go do that. So we 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 decided to turn around. We didn't think it was worth it to keep going. So we turned around and come on back down. Change camps, move camps. Yeah. Uh, come up with a different game plan. Now later, like this is in, you know, like Friday, 
the day before day season. Before season. We went on a little stroll, went on a little ride, and uh, we seen. A, I guess the outfitter had like five horses moved in. Um, big camp come in. Several people in trucks done come in. Now, granted, like when we come in, we you need a change. There's no getting in here without chains. So now everything's starting to dry out and get kind of muddy and halfway drying. People starting to get in here and uh, you know four wheel drive vehicles, chains or not, they starting to get in here. So <clears throat> more and more camps start popping up. Before you know it, the area that we were planning on hunting had like ten or twelve people going to go down that trailhead. And he's like, oh, might need to rethink this strategy. <laughs> so we we're going to hunt the pressure instead of hunt the elk pretty much. Where they were going into, we decided to come around behind them. And there's a big drainage, a big creek. We were going to let them push the elk to us. So we moved camps to the, the head of that creek, which is a beautiful spot, by the way. It's nice. Very nice. Yeah, man, they had, had a little setup, a little grill and everything. <laughs> they knew we were coming. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> we moved camps, and that first morning, opening morning, we took off up the creek. Man. Mind you, it was supposed to be one, one and a half mile? Yeah. yeah. So we were, mm, man, we were high cotton. Well, we had thought one and a half miles is where there was a burn. Okay, and the burn come to the edge of the creek. So it's like one and a half miles where we need to go to get to that burn. Okay, this is where the elk we anticipated was going to come over. Even when they got pressured, hit this drainage, yada, yada, yada. And we'll be waiting. We'll be waiting. Well, we left before daylight. You know, we stuck out. It looked great from the head of the creek. The deeper we got, the worse it got. More dangerous. It oh, it got dangerous. Let me tell you. It was just stupid. I didn't have my rock climbing gear in my in my pack, but it was needed. Very much needed. Yeah, we almost died. <laughs> yeah. So we had to stay in the drainage, in, in the creek. Like, literally, we crossed the creek a thousand times. Boots wet. You know, we're all wet. Snow, ice. You know. Slipping. Slippery. Guy is so slippery. And uh, so we're having to stay because there's like cliff walls. And this creek is turning and winding. And we're like, dang, man, you know, it's more than a mile and a half. Hey, you know, that's the drainage we were going to look at right there. And it's like <laughs> straight up. Straight up. How are we going to get up there? Well, so we just kept on going. We ended up oh, three miles, three and a half miles. Three and a half miles. And uh, we, we tried two or three times to get out of this thing because the deeper we got, the worse it got. So we were like ready to get out of this. Yeah, and the deadfall, the deadfall we had to cross, there was snow covered. Oh. You couldn't see the holes. Yeah. Waiting on any minute to just, oh, yeah, one of us dangerous. to disappear. It was dangerous. <laughs> deadfall piled up in this creek, you know, rocks, snow so deep, you don't know where the holes are. It was so crazy. Uh, waterfalls. We had to navigate two, two, and try to get two up. Two or three waterfalls. Yeah, it'd be um, just crazy stuff. 
you know, we're having to navigate. So we're talking nine, nine thirty, and we ain't even into elk yet. Like, yeah, we're still stuck in the bottom. <laughs> we're still stuck in this canyon. <laughs> we actually tried. We seen a little point, you know, where it turns. Like, hey, let's try to get up there. We can see. Maybe you know, we kind of looked okay to get out. <clears throat> we started climbing and. We were literally like hanging on to roots and stuff, trying to get up this this freaking cliff, <laughs> this red clay, rocky cliff. We, uh, I got up there a little ways. Shelby kind of stopped. You know, I I told him to stay back just in case we couldn't couldn't get up or get over or whatever. I kept going like a retard. I got way up there, and I was like hanging on for dear life, and there was loose rocks. I kick a rock. It's yeah, I see rocks going down. I couldn't see you because you got behind a tree. And I'm still waiting on you. And I'm seeing these rocks go. I don't see nothing. I'm like, what happened? He fall, knock himself out. What's going on? So I start climbing up, fall, slipping and sliding. Finally, I get up there. And you you up there on the side of a freaking flat, straight up rock. So oh, what man. are you doing? Well, if I can get to here, I can get. But I don't know if I can get down. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm hanging on for dear life. That's what I was doing. That was steep, bro. Yeah, one slip, oh, you were gone. You weren't stopping. You know, I I was bound and determined to get up there because I can I can kind of play out my move how to get up there, and then I can jump over from rock to rock, and then like climb on the shelves. They're like little little shelves of rock, right? So I can climb up there. I'm literally hanging on to the side of this thing, looking down. And right there, I just realized like, this is this is not worth it. I'll be toast if I if I slip. And you didn't know what was on the other side. Exactly. Yeah. Like I could see that right there, you know, twenty or thirty yards. But on the other side of that, I was like, man, what if I get up there and like we can't go to the top? I decided to come down. I, I didn't know how to get down. <laughs> you know, it was all backwards trying to get down. Oh, that was rough. That was the first attempt. Yeah, oh, to get out. Yep. We made it down a little bit further, and we had a second attempt. Like, this is dangerous. I mean, like, big boulders was covered in ice. We are like, jumping up on and hanging on to deadfall, you know, shimming up the deadfall. And yeah, that one look, the second one looked like it was going to be passable. So we look up, you know, we see it kind of bend around. Looks like it comes bend around to the yeah. left. It looks like it actually gets up on top. Well, we could actually probably get to the burn. Yep. So you go first. I go behind you. And we go up. We realize we're about halfway of being straight yes. up. Yeah. Just, yeah it's it's, it's yeah. all cliff. Straight cliff all yep. around. We see it. Yep. So like, all right. So you start down. I go behind you. And then I built my trekking pole, which that saved me oh, from yeah. falling off of the whole thing. Probably, I don't even know, 40 foot, maybe 50 foot. Yeah, because you were sliding. I was, yeah, I was gone. I was gone. Trekking pole, thank God it saved me. Bend it up. And then, okay, get my feet. And get down about, what, 10 foot? 10 foot from the bottom. Mm -hmm. Feet go out from under me. Woo! Here I come down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and all I saw was compound fracture coming. <laughs> well, see, I, I had already jumped down, and it was just a, it, it was a crazy ordeal. 
just dangerous, very dangerous. I don't even know why we were trying to attempt this stuff. We just wanted out. <laughs> so I was standing down there and I had almost fell. And I was like, man, I better get down here just in case. So I walked around, you know, about where I almost fell. I'm like watching Shelby. He was, you know, trying to place his footing and all this stuff. And he slipped. Here he comes. So I'm like, oh, I'm right there to keep right on a falling. rock, too. Yeah. A rock down there. Luckily, it was a flat, kind of solid rock. Yeah, it was deep snow, so you can't see where you were landing. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got lucky with that. That could have been bad. Yeah, we might have had to hit the old inReach. The old button. <laughs> I think helicopter would have had, <laughs> had trouble. Yeah, we thought about it afterwards. Like, man, if something did happen, they, they, I don't think a helicopter could come in here and get us. No, man. I don't think horses could come in there and get uh -uh. us. Search so, and rescue team would have, they, they probably would have said toodaloo, buddy. Yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah. But uh, a little while later, we ended up finding a way to get out of there, and we climbed straight up out of there. I've never been so happy Oh, to climb. Never. <laughs> yeah, we climbed up out of there. And uh, after we got up out of there, we started seeing some decent country and saw some other hunters. You know, and then we started seeing some signs, so it started looking up, you know. And we ended up finding a pretty good sign later that, that evening up on top of that ridge. And, uh, man, that's kind of what led us to where we are now. We ended up uh, going on the north face of that same very ridge. They were using the top of it real good. There was a little saddle. Uh, we found a bunch of sign on that saddle big tracks and yeah, oh yeah big tracks and you know with snow it's hard to tell how old it is you know if it's really really fresh you can kind of see little things you know but if it's a couple days and it's deep snow it's really hard to tell um especially if the, you know it's not frozen or whatever it's still kind of powdery and anyway so we were following tracks and definitely found the elk and where they were going and Bedding, bedding, oh yeah, bedding, and uh, with lots of lots of sign. We seen some deer, and uh, anyway, so the next day we decided to take a different approach and screw that creek. <laughs> so we go on down the way a little bit. And we hit another trail, a little trailhead. We head in, hunting the same ridge, and uh, we slip in there a couple miles, and we found all the tracks where they're crossing and what they're doing they're coming out of that one north face and heading over here to the south and anyway so we made our round and we got on some fresh sign and uh shoot that was a another eight mile day uh, we still didn't see any live animals but we followed sign all day fresh sign yeah it was fresh we weren't fresh. far behind them nope not a bit nope. Nope. they were sliding in the mud and everything over else. our tracks yep yep so we were doing something right. <clears throat> we found this hole. So we took, we'd followed this trail all the way around the mountain and we, we stopped in an open spot where we could see a long ways and we, we took a little nap, whatever, bunch of snow. We kind of noticed, we looked on our onyx and we noticed a private boundary and a drainage going in it. And I was like, man, this is where all the elk tracks are leading to. Huh. There's no human tracks. Nobody's been around. 
this could be something. So we kind of looked into that and went into this drainage and sure enough, man, it's like a, a little honey hole where they escape from all the pressure going in there. And uh, <clears throat> man, did it pay off. We still haven't killed one as of yet. But today was a good day in the Elkwoods. How many elk? We've seen 60 plus today. 60 plus. Several bulls. Um, Probably what, four or five elite shooters. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah, there was that in that one group. <laughs> so, right. So, we, we, uh, so today's day three. We went into this area. We took a different approach to this honey hole. And we hiked straight up this oak brush mountain. Straight Whoa. up. We're talking like 2,500 feet elevation gain straight up. It's rough. Getting pulled back by every... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it ain't it ain't nothing nice. <laughs> so, we uh we decided to do that because it was a shorter distance versus walking the trail, which is a lot easier, all the way around for six miles, seven miles, just to get to the same area. Right. So... We got up there this morning, immediately heard bugles. Um, so we were on elk right off the bat, and bugles and second rifles just, just it don't Rare. happen. Yeah, right. it don't happen. So we're all pumped up, and we can see a, a back of the ridge of this drainage. We walk over on this ridge, and we look, and we glass cows. We've seen 20 cows, a spike or two, right? Yep. So we're pumped up. We see animals. Uh, granted, they are just inside private, but we see them. So we hanging up, out, you know, hanging out on this ridge, and uh, I think Shelby looked up. We heard a bugle. That's what it was. We heard a bugle, and then Shelby looked up on the ridge, and sure enough, a bull was heading up the ridge. And uh, we tried to get on him. He was a good one. He was a pretty good one. Seven hundred and thirty yards or something like that. Seven thirty something. And uh, I couldn't get on him fast enough. I tried to dial my dial my scope in, and he was on a mission. He was moving up that ridge, and just couldn't get on him. We lost him. We'd run up the ridge, and we were still, you know, cow calling and stuff, glassing. We couldn't find him. So anyway, we come on back down. Was hanging out. And we had the other one bugle, mm -hmm. right below right us. Below us. Yep. So right below us is a north face, dark timber. And uh, he bugled. I mean, it was like 9.30. Like, oh, man, you know, he's he's coming out of where those cows were, up this drainage, just like the other bull. So we run up again, anticipating he was going to do the same thing. Of course, he didn't. He turned and come into that dark timber right below us. Right below us. Embedded. And we hung out and hung out. 11.30, he bugled again. In his bed. In his bed. So we're like, man, we're at least a couple hundred yards up there. Like, what do we do? We can't, we can't see. We can't go down there and bump him. You know, we're trying to figure out a plan to get around and glass back down in there. We were trying to think of everything we could do, try to get this bull. And uh, so we're sitting on top of the ridge, you know, glassing and stuff. And I look over on the ridge and behind us. Uh, it's like 12, 1300 yards away. Now I started glassing into the that north slope, and I ended up seeing what I thought was a deer or an elk. <laughs> a, it looked, it was good. It, it, oh, it did. looked good. It was like a clump of bushes. It was like 
even balled up like a like an animal would lay down and uh anyway we got excited over that and a few minutes later i did find an elk it was on a shelf midway up 1111 yards and it was a bull so at first it looked kind of small it looked it looked like a spike and then we could tell he had like a little little fork you know it split and he would turn a little bit and i'd see a little so you saw royals one time yeah, he turned yep so I was like, okay, okay, he's a, he's a shooter, you know. We looked and we counted four on one side. And uh, I was like, man, I think he's a shooter. So we were like moving positions, trying to get a better look on him. And I got my scope up. And it's a little bit more powerful than the uh, binoculars that we had. And anyway, I got to looking at him. He looked like a legal bull. So I was like, okay, okay, we might play, you know, do a play on this one. So we had that one was across the canyon at 1,100 yards, and we had a bull bedded behind us. So I'm like, dang, it's a good problem Good problem to have here. So I decided to make a play on the bull bedded since I could see him, and he wasn't going nowhere for a couple hours at least. And uh, like I say, this was like 1140 now, 1150. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I, I ended up running down the ridge trying to get a better, a better vantage point and a closer vantage point. Because I've shot a thousand yards, but I've never shot 1100. So I was trying to get under the thousand. And uh, I'm shooting a 300 wind mag. So I got over there to this vantage point, and it was like 880, I think. Something like that. I can't remember. So that's well within a thousand. But I just couldn't pick him up. I couldn't see him. Um, Shelby stayed on the ridge top, making sure the bull stayed there. Um, you know, because if you get to moving around and he gets up, you lose him. So Shelby, you know, indicated, hey, he's still laying down. I couldn't find him. So I moved around the, the mountain there, back and forth and up and down, trying to get a visual on him. Finally found a place where I could see. So Shelby, come on down. And uh, 950 yards, where we, the little spot where we found. And uh, <clears throat> man, we messed around there because I was trying to get comfortable and you ever shot long range on a mountain and it's not flat? Oh, it sucks. It sucks. So I was like stacking up our packs and stuff. I was trying to lay down and my legs were above my head. and Oh, it was just stupid. So uh, I couldn't get a, a good leaning back position either. It wasn't that steep, but I ended up finding a little tree, a little cedar tree. I kind of leaned up on and got in. Anyway, I... Uh, Finally decided there was a few little branches, like little small stuff in front of him. I decided to try to shoot. And uh, we shot. He had no idea what was going on. And I missed. And what was crazy was we couldn't. I had Chubby. He was right behind me with the binos on the tripod. He was going to see my vapor trail. And tell me what I needed to do. You know, my spotter. We couldn't even see a vapor trail. No, we couldn't see snow blow up. We couldn't see limbs breaking, nothing. So the bull stood up. Yeah, he didn't have a clue. <laughs> no. Didn't have a clue. No. And we couldn't tell where we were hitting. So I, I, I didn't know what to do either. I had no clue either. And I got my dope right, you know. I had, I think I adjusted right. Um, I just didn't know what the wind was doing. The wind was swirling on our end. It was swirling over there. I could see trees moving. I could see the mirage moving from right to left. So 
Man, it was just tough. That's a long shot. Yeah, across the canyon. Yeah, across the canyon. I'm letting it ring across the mountains. There's no telling what those people. We see some hunters on the trail below us. There's no telling what they thought. <laughs> uh, but that 300 wind mag, man, with a muzzle brake, it was just echoing across the mountains. But uh, anyway, he, he'd got up and fed kind of away, and he took off down the mountain, got into some dark timber, and we lost him. We kind of sat there for a couple of hours. Yeah, because uh, he was slow moving. He moved. Yeah. He sat in one spot. 30 minutes almost oh yeah without moving yeah disappeared into thick stuff yeah. and and you're speaking of thick stuff it's amazing the elk we pass up it was funny that when i first spotted that bull we glassed up and there was a hunter just above him <laughs> a couple hundred yards on the on the top of the mountain you know on top of the ridge glassing around and he never seen this bull this bull's in the dark timber on a ledge, just, you know, dozing off in the sun. Never seen him. So it's amazing that the uh, elk we pass up. We never even know. But uh, anyway, we lost him in the thick stuff. And we sat there a couple of hours trying to find him. And we ended up giving up. So this is about four o'clock. Like, hey, man, let's, you know, we had the, the bedded bull over there. We head up the ridge, and man, as soon as we got up on top of the ridge, I'm I'm kind of going to our best little glassing spot, you know, where we can see the most. As soon as I get up there, Shelby ain't even made it up there yet. And I look up and I see two cows just running down the ridge. So I'm like trying to get my rifle off. I can't get it unhooked. <laughs> Got this sling and all this junk on my my pack. And I'm trying to get it off. And Shelby's like, "What? Whoa, what is it?" I'm like, "Come on, come on, come on!" There's out, man. Okay, so we he come up there, and those two turn into four, and then four to eight, and eight to ten, ten to twenty, twenty to forty. Like it's like they open the floodgates. Dude, it's crazy. Elk everywhere. That's the most elk I've ever gotten into, like by accident, like that. And they started coming down this ridge. They were all in a hurry. They were running, and I'd seen a bull. It was a little satellite bull. I was like, "Hey, there's a bull. Oh, there's no bull." There's a spike. There's another spike. That's a jacked up one. There's a big bull. Oh, there's a big bull in the back. And sure enough, like we were, we're all excited. You know, we kind of get a little over, overly excited. <laughs> so the footage is like all over the place. And, and, and I'm like freaking, I don't even know where I'm at. I black out, you know? So I'm like, what's the range? Where's the bull? And, this and that i can't see him can you see him no i don't know trying to film range binos yeah, <laughs> spot is all, we need all. another person yeah we do we need another <laughs> third person dedicated <laughs> just to film yep but, uh, <laughs> so we're all over the place and and you know this is all happening in a split second yeah it's you know? fast and they are hauling it down this this ridge they cover dude probably Shoot, that's a quarter mile. Quarter mile, mile. Yeah, yeah, if not a half mile. Within a few seconds. And I, I, I think they got pushed, but I'm guessing by another hunter. And they hit this drainage that we've been watching. And man, you can hear them just tearing up all the brush and logs. And in this snow now, you can't really hear them in snow, but you can hear them going through the brush. 
and logs pop in and all that stuff. So we we bolted down this ridge, and by the time we made it 100 yards, these elk had done covered a quarter mile, you know, crazy. We shucked all of our stuff up, and like, I'm going down in there. I'm going in there, you know. In that dark timber. In the dark timber, try to get shot. And uh, sure enough, we shucked our jackets, shucked our packs, and put our arms back on our binos, and we bolted down this, this uh, drain is just dark timber. I made it a hundred yards, maybe. And you know, I started slipping because I could hear them. You know, I could hear them popping and moving around. Then I got, I started hearing cow mews. So I'm like, oh man, I'm getting close. I'm, I just wanted to get myself in a position so I could see, if I could see through there, or at least on the other side of the drainage, I could mm -hmm. shoot. By the time the, the bull cracked off, or we were actually headed down there when he cracked off and I started getting closer and closer and then he screamed and I could hear these cows. I just stopped when I realized that, that they're moving up. They'd already made it way further than I thought. They're moving up. I look over and I see the cows and then I seen the big giant bull. He was massive. And I seen the spike and there's, there's brush. You know, this is like 20, 25 yards away. There's brush and trees and stuff, and I see the bull walking from right to left. So I'm like, oh, okay, here's my chance. So I throw up on him, and he's right behind a tree. And when I get on him, he just like, out of nowhere. He had his head back, like, pushing the cow. He just, poof, he popped and looked right at me. Oh. I got on him, I put it on his head, but my freaking scope was still zoomed in to 20. I was like, dang. So I come, I come down. I, re I went back all the way to five, I think it is. I got back on him. And when I got back on him, I could see the white in his eyes. He realized he done messed up. And this is all in like a second. Soon as he seen me, I seen him. He wheeled. And I, I just knew when, when one of them wheels like that, they, don't, they just got done being scared. You know? <laughs> I knew they were all going to bolt. He freaking wheeled and bolted and he took off broadside and I had one little hole in some brush and, and I just like, I mean, that was my only chance. I shot through there and oh, the whole woods just tore apart and freaking out, took off. Yeah, sure enough, Shelby came down and was looking around. No blood. I had two bullets left and I ended up somehow bolting and I don't know what happened to the other one. It fell out somewhere in the snow. We couldn't yep. find it. But I didn't hit him. I, we ended up looking. I was looking. I was expecting me to hit a tree because there's a lot of brush. We ended up seeing my bullet hit the, the dirt right there. The bank kind of went up or, you know, went over and the bull was just down below it. So when he took off, I hit that dirt. But he was a giant. He was, uh, <laughs> yeah, we said, well, I seen him coming down the hill, a couple of the spikes in front of him. And <clears throat> right away, I mean, no doubt, this this is a 360 bull or plus. Oh, he's a giant. Easy. And, and that was what, 580, 580 yards? Yeah. Straight on to us? Yes, yeah, so 20 yards, man. <laughs> <laughs> 20 yards. He was massive. And, uh, yeah.
it, it that stuff like that just don't happen a lot Mm-mm. to luck up into something like that but to screw it up you know i mean i don't know maybe i got in a hurry to try to get down there and they were moving up faster than i expected but i'd love to have that over again but yeah he was he was huge that's the one you uh put in the back of your truck right around town <laughs> yeah he was, he was huge but anyway so that was our day 60 plus elk several bulls um, i did sh- shoot at two missed two today. yeah that one he was a good six by six yeah he was a decent six by six <clears throat> um that's he yeah he when he stood up we'd really we could see him really good and you know, he turned broadside and stuff like that we can count his points and really get a good look at him and uh he was a lot better than we we thought but also seen the uh mama bear and the two cubs oh yeah 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 right behind right him. right behind him yep i've seen uh Mama bear and a couple of cubs. That was pretty cool. I do have a bear tag. Um, I think I think it has to be a a solo female and a a pretty big male, I believe, over 150 pounds over or something. Like pounds, that. Yeah. So in order for me to shoot it, but, uh, we did see some bear tracks today. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, on that on that same deal. Yep, right right where we shot it. But uh game plan for tomorrow man we're going to go back up there that's a pretty good little place we're going to go back up there i'm sure we're going to have more pressure because we kind of gave away our position a couple yeah, times what we had what did we count probably 18 that Eight, went in that yeah 18 people signed in to the trail that we're on 18 yeah so <laughs> welcome to colorado rifle hunting um, and they did spot us. Uh, I glassed them, glassing us, a couple of different groups of them. <laughs> so they did spot us, and we did shoot a few times. So it is what it is. We might have some company. We're going to get up a little bit earlier in the morning and beat them to it. But we're going to get up there on our ridge and uh, see if, you know, that group of 40 something or the other 20 something that we've seen. Or the other two bulls that had nothing to do with those. See if they come out of there and we'll be waiting this time. And I think we're going to bring the spot and scope and the phone scope this time too. And I think that that was a big key in shooting long range and seeing the vapor trail and stuff like that. So we're going, we're yeah. going, we're going to bring the truckload of bullets with this. <laughs> I just brought a handful of bullets and I did run out today. I dropped one. I lost one, but I did run out. So we're going to bring more this time. And we're going to have a better setup for long range if it ever happens again. And we'll have it. We'll be ready. So that's the game plan. Day three, day four tomorrow. We got three days left. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can hold one in my hands. It'll be amazing. And But we are eating good. Very good. Like top shelf. What we have up? Uh, um, wagyu wagyu burger wagyu burger steaks, well, steaks tenderloin chili we got some popper shrimp rock uh shrimp what we have bacon. A- axis chili axis chili yep yep yeah top oh, shelf yeah. yeah we've been eating good we've been uh we've been living it up here colorado a lot different than our, our normal style 
backpack style hunting. We do the old mountain house and uh, peak peak refuels. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna sign off, and hopefully, in the next three days, we can get it done. Yes, sir. We're in them. So uh, for tonight, the Campfire Chronicles. Want to thank Texas Torches in the background over there with the light system. That thing's been running strong all night and all day. So, appreciate it. See y'all next time. Thank you guys for listening to Zero Altitude Outdoor Podcast. We appreciate any feedback, positive or negative. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Zero Altitude Outdoors.